The most beautiful place in the world to be today is up here on uh, Ben Buckler. It's a most astonishing space. It's, uh, it's a foggy day. It's rained all night. The sun is out and uh, there's steam. There's an ocean mist everywhere. The waves are big. You can hear them crashing. I hope in the background I can see whales out to sea. Uh, it's an extraordinary experience and why would you want to live anywhere else when you're in one of the world's most powerful cities? The energy is spectacular, the life force is there and you can be here every single day of your life. And that brings me to today's topic, which is Walker Chi. I've studied uh, at length things like Tai Chi, Qigong uh, and other forms of energy transference. Uh, I was a level three Reiki practitioner and I've done a lot of Tibetan healing hands-on. And so I really understand the paradigm of building energy in your body for a day at work, for a day of life. The one thing that I neglected in the entirety of my early years before I understood this mathematics was that I would wake up in the morning and think, how can I get the most exercise in before work? Instead of saying, how can I fill my body full of energy before work? That doesn't preclude exercise. It does not preclude exercise. You can go for a run or a bike ride or a gym session before work, as long as after it, you feel more energy than you had when you started. Now, that's not straight after, of course. During the course of a run or a bike ride, you can huff and puff and feel a bit wounded. But at the end of the day, when you stop, you take a shower, you do your recovery, you do a corpse pose, you lie on the floor, you sit up, you stand up, you do the walker chi, and there you are. You're there, you're available, you've turned up. And then the kids wake up, uh, and or you get on the bus and you go to work. And the one thing that everybody is recognizing right now is the cost of that bus trip. Now, quite frankly, we're measuring productivity at the moment. And if you want to see how productivity has changed since COVID, just look at anything that belongs to government services where people are still not required to, re to go back to work. In uh, Bondi at the Waverley Council, if you want your parking permit renewed and you post it in, they're talking about three months delay. Why? Because everybody's working from home. Whereas once upon a time, you'd get it back within the week. We're talking about uh, people applying for visas in the government, in the Department of Immigration, and everybody in Canberra is working from home and the productivity is well, just wait, and it's, it's double what it used to be. It's not an increase in the number of applications. It's a slowing down of the process and the lack of the ability of people to uh, oversee that process. So our systems have not yet caught up. Our systems have not yet caught up to our new lifestyle and people are trying to reverse that new lifestyle They've opened Pandora's box. People know what it's like not to waste energy on a bus or a car going to work, but we haven't got the systems in place to manage it. And, and, and it's not leadership, it's management. And so ridiculously, we're coming up with, uh, uh, with uh, barometers and metrics such as engagement, engagement in a period where engagement is not relevant. When you're working from home remotely, 
Engagement is not a topic. Productivity might be a topic. Focus might be a topic. There are other topics that you could concentrate on and measure in regard to a person's working from home. It would not be the number of hours they work. That's for sure, because that certainly will be uh, impossible to measure unless you have uh, a pressure gauge on a person's seat. But even then, you have no idea whether they're looking at the internet and watching a video or whether they're working. And I see it over and over again when I come online to coach people. They've got uh, emails popping up, their phone's ringing, they've got a kid in the house, they've got a spouse waiting in the car, they've got things going on. And the concentration span, the concentration availability for people working from home is, is about 30 seconds before they get an uninvited interruption because the systems, the systems are all wrong. The systems are all wrong. And I think this is where we need to go. And, and, and if you are an app developer listening to this, this is your goldmine. This is the, the goldmine where you can get people to zone in and lock on to a system that it causes them to be focused on their work and they have to push a button every 10 seconds to validate the fact that they're concentrating. <laughs> that, that when they log on to their computer and a video automatically phones and people and houses and children are switched off. And how you do that is by proximity. But let's talk about that on another podcast. For today, we're talking about walk achieve, building energy before you go to work. One of the most important things you do is you stand in the garden and you could take a photo, that's one step, of a micro nature to remind you of the most incredible universe that you live in. That's one thing and put it up on your Instagram and share it for the greater good. So already you're on purpose. Number two, you stand with your feet apart, knees bent, elbows in, wave your arms open in the air like you're gonna give the universe a big hug. And you say to you, as you bring your arms and hug the universe, you bring energy into your body and say, the universal forces flow through me. Now, if you're too shy or too embarrassed or too um, uh, rigid or too whatever to embrace this concept, then turn this podcast off now because you're talking uh, about energy that comes from only from reward and punishment. Reward and punishment energy systems, which are motivation, are never, ever going to replace the universal forces that flow through you. A person who's in reward and punishment will have a balance of both, and therefore, they'll end up zero, neutral. And that's why we gravitate towards trying to make more money in less time. We're actually obsessed with lifespan. We're worried about running out of petrol. But the juice that produces the petrol, the life force, it's got nothing to do with money. It's measured by money, I agree, I see it. It's measured by the number of houses you own or the number of mortgages or the number of kids you have or which school your kids do. You can say that's all a measure of the amount of the universal forces that flow through you, but the source of it is not making money or reward or punishment. It is definitely none of those. It's not how good you are morally or ethically. It's not how disciplined you are in terms of whether you drink or don't drink. It's how do you connect? How do you connect from, to the origin, to the source, to the, to the original source of energy, 
Do you stand up in the morning, look up to the sky? Do you stand there at night, look up to the stars and realize that the, everything that exists in your life comes from there, comes from the sky? Every apple you eat has absorbed sunlight and that's what you're eating. You're eating sunlight. Every single electricity watt, whether it's from coal or whether it's from nuclear, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It is energy transformed from the sun. And we need to be able to connect to the original source, not the step-down, transformed, modified, plastic-created, uh, molecularly modified, distilled thing down that's an object. We need to, when we eat our apple, to suck out the life force, to suck out the sun from a grape, to suck out the life force. And when you do that, you will suddenly start to see a big difference. You'll put something in your mouth and you go, it's dead. I had a bowl of oats this morning because I have exercise to do today. I put a car breakfast in and, and I was eating that breakfast and I tasted it and it was dead, dead food. The oats had been uh, grown in a field. The oats had probably been genetically modified to remove any form of insect that could eat it. The, the oats were full of the, full of the energy of the sun, but it had been already burnt, cooked, bashed, smashed, modified, changed, warped, boiled, buggered, bottled, packaged, pummeled. And I'm eating cardboard. And I reckon the plastic bag that the oats came in were, probably had more nutrition than the oats themselves. And you go, well, you go up the organic shop and, and you look in the oats container and you go, man, there's organic oats. I can swill it into a bag. You can smell the difference, but unfortunately you've got to pay for it. And I would say it's best to set your barometer of how much your shopping bill is, not by how cheap you can buy things and how much you can get for how little, but how much life force you can absorb and eat less and absorb more. And that would be the same when it goes for eating a cow, a cow that's been fed on uh, corn that makes you fart. Ultimately, ultimately, when you breed food, you remove the animal from the original source, you trap the original source, you get as much of it as cheaply as you possibly can, such as in growing corn, you put the cow in a shed, you feed the cow full of corn, it farts all day, and finally you kill it and serve it up for dinner. That's not going to cut it. The life force has already gone, got smashed in the production of corn because the corn wasn't grown real. It wasn't grown from fertilizer, it wasn't grown from sunlight, it was grown from synthetic modified DNA product. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like going for a swim in a pool or swim in the ocean, it's all water. But the fact is when you go for a swim in the ocean and you touch the ocean with your hand or your feet, you are absorbing nitroglycerin powered fuel and that fuel is coming from sun. Today, the ocean is really dirty because the rains have come and washed all human refuse and dog refuse, which is more common than you think in Bondi. It's the most disgusting thing that people let their dogs shit everywhere. The water goes down the drain pipe, goes straight to the ocean because it's, it's the water from the runoff. And that water from the runoff, as I've said when I walked earlier, includes dead rats, 
it includes all sorts of papers and cigarette butts and refuse but what you can't see is the dog poo and the dog poo and all the all the, the car runoff and all this stuff that changes the integrity of the water and that's why rainforests and pine forests are magnificent places to go and spend a little while deep breathing not walking through it not taking photos not standing in it going wow look at how pretty it is sucking it up absorbing it into every cell of your body because this is step two of the back on track process remember it's not called health although it is about health it's called cellular growth and cellular growth happens when we absorb light light from the sun transformed into things that we can consume and absorb but we can consume the light from the sun through our eyes i don't know if you've read about it but a lot of the vitamins the sun has are absorbed through the eyes and that's very important for mental emotional and physical uh, brain health we can absorb it through water but not the water that's full of all sorts of toxics or been bottled or been smashed to death in some process with uh, thing we, we need to be able to find water that's almost distilled in other words you evaporate it up catch what's evaporated and put that down your throat and you will taste the difference what pure clean water is like when it has no chemical in it that will corrupt the absorption process when you stand with your feet apart you plant your feet your bare feet not your shoes your bare feet on grass not on concrete or tar or bitumen or synthetic grass you plant it on real earth and you plant your feet on the sand and you raise your arms you can feel the rays of energy of the sun you can feel the energy of the universe and you bring that in your body and you wash yourself with it forest bathing it's called not forest gump forest bathing beach bathing it's not going in the water it's it's washing yourself with the energy of the universe and you don't have to do it in the morning you can do it at lunchtime you can do it at breakfast you can do it at dinner you can do it at midnight if you want to stay up that late and so what I came to realize in the process of understanding the energy transference that goes on between humans and what goes on between a human and food and between human and the daylight is we start running out of petrol around about midday around about midday what we did in the morning starts to exhaust us and then we start looking for tucker we start looking for coffee we start looking for things even excitement or stimulation or trouble to stimulate us through the day and it's because in the morning you're not meant to exercise to the point where you blow out all your petrol you're meant to stimulate your body you're meant to stimulate your body and fuel it up so you turn up at work inspired this is one of the most important things that you could ever teach an open room full of teammates and that is don't come to work asking the work to make you happy don't come to work asking your boss to reward you don't come to work asking the work to be the stimulator of your energy systems come to work full up come to work full full of energy full of life full of happiness and that requires a good home life too because you don't want to sit at home nagging and bitching with each other and fighting and struggling with the kids and rushing we've got to get to work and got to get to school on time you want to be early you want to be early for everything at home so that it all gets done at a great intense fun joyful space because joy also 
is one of the most powerful energy building systems. So you arrive at work full and then you do a day's work. You do not ask your office or your company to fill you up with life force. That's ridiculous. And then by lunchtime, you'll be firing on all pistons. You might start on seven, you'll end up on eight and you'll come home with more energy than you went to work with. And that's the most important thing you can come to appreciate is why Walker Chi is so important in everybody's life. Because you will grow, you will expand, you will be a better leader, you'll be a better version of yourself. So I'm gonna close off now because we've got a nutter in the background yelling and screaming up here on Ben Buckler. Goodness knows what's happened for her. But let's just move on now and remember, build the energy, sustain the energy, stop the loss of energy and direct that energy into purpose. Don't waste it. <laughs> this is Chris from Ben Buckler. Have a beautiful day.